BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. We scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates. This episode, we're bringing you a chat with someone who knows a thing or two about figure skating, Jackie Wong of Rocker Skating. Also, we have the answers to the many questions you've been asking about Skate America. We are so excited to talk today with Jackie Wong. For those of you who are on social media, you know Jackie as Rocker Skating. His Twitter bio states he's the chief skate nerd and provides real level-headed figure skating coverage. He's best known for his accurate live tweeting, but also hosts the podcast Ice Talk and contributed to Peacock's Olympic Ice during the 2022 Olympics which he was in Beijing for the Olympics, his second in-person Olympic Games. In two weeks, Jackie will be at his first competition of the season, Skate America at the Skating Club of Boston in Nord, Massachusetts. But before he goes, he's graciously offered his time to talk with us about the upcoming Senior Grand Prix season. So we want to welcome Jackie to This Week in Skating. Hey, both of you. How are you? Jackie. Hey, Jackie. <laughs> Good. How are you? Uh, I don't really know how I am. I'm still recovering from the previous season. <laughs> I don't think you're alone. I've yeah. heard that from a few people, especially ones that had as busy a season as you did, because not only were you at the Olympics, but you were covering events prior to the Olympics, either in person or not in person, at home watching the screen and typing as fast as you can yeah, to get all the tweets I, out. I hate to say it, and I, I'm kind of 
I'm a little sad about it. Um, this weekend we had Japan Open. It was probably the first Japan Open that I have not done in in you know live uh, coverage format in a long time. I mean, not counting the COVID Japan Opens. Mm. Uh, but it just it felt weird, right? Like I I I told myself I would just lay off of it for now and just give myself a little bit of a break and not burn myself out before the season starts because it's you know as you all know it's it, it gets pretty crazy yeah it it's a, a long season <laughs> it's a marathon for sure and when you've been doing it for as long as you have sometimes things can you can get to the point where you feel burnout because even too much of a good thing is too much of a good thing. And you need to step back and give yourself that opportunity to connect with it again when you are yeah, have totally. the headspace I, for it. I, and, and you, <laughs> the fact that you said when you have done it for as long as you have, like it, it, it doesn't even occur to me that I have been doing this for the better part of the last decade. <laughs> and, you know, when I first started, tweeting it was what 2011 so yes it's been 11 years I, I i haven't done it quite like how i've been doing it for the past six years or seven years but still like it's uh yeah it's it's a lot yeah can you re can you remind people how you got started in you know figure skating um i know a lot of people know your background but maybe some of our listeners don't so can you like explain how you kind of got started. I know you were with the examiner. Yeah. It's been a while that you've now been with rock that you yeah. started rocker skating. Jackie, I remember your time oh, with yeah. the examiner. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like my foot in the door, you know, I, I didn't know how to do it. Um, no, but I mean like my, I guess uh, let me try to do the hopefully 60 second version. Um, I've been skating for a long time. I started skating in 92. Um, did a lot of, uh, judging as well when I was, uh, you know, kind of like during the early 2000s, mid 2000s, um, was like a, a regional judge at one point um, and just found that it, it was taking way too much of my time to just get to like the next level of judging. And also I didn't have the time for it because I just, you know, graduated from grad school and like actually needed to have an income um but speaking of income right like the reason i got started in writing about figure skating was because it was recession time and i was looking for like an alternative source of income outside of my job just so i could like you know get lunch um and so that was that was kind of like the thing it's not like i made all that much money writing for examiner.com but it was fun um and it, it, it was like my start in to getting into competition. Like I never even thought that it was going to become anything similar to what it has become. But I remember like somebody, I think it was Lynn Rutherford, who was like, you, you know, you're writing all this great stuff. Why don't you like try to go to a competition and, and actually be there? I'm like, I didn't even know that was the, the thing I like to do. And, and so, um, I think it was 2014 <laughs> nationals was my first in-person competition ever in any, like, um, in, in any kind oh. of thing, except for like, I've done like local competitions and stuff, you know, and, and as a spectator. Um, and then, and then it just kind of grew from there. Right. Um, I, I created my own brand. I then somehow convinced people that I was a legitimate source of, of, information and the rest is history. <laughs> 
Jackie, some of what you said resonates with me because I've been at this since 1999. Wow. And I can remember going through some of the same things. Like, is that a thing? Is that something I could do? Really? Is that how it works? Because I didn't understand either. And then once I did and got into it, my first event was 2006. I realized there was a lot more I could do. And also when you start something like you did with rocker skating, for me with IDC, I had no idea it was going to be what it is today either. It it just became what it is organically over time, shifting and pivoting with whatever was needed at the time. And I think that's where it will continue to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, the three of us were talking about this before we started recording. I, I hope that what all all of us are doing is going to actually, you know, inspire the future generation, if, if I could say that. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you need to continue to have people providing coverage of a sport for it to continue to thrive. And, you know, everything about the sport these days is about live coverage, right? Um, you know, and 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 so, mm-hmm. you know, I hope, and and we have seen others come up, right, over the last few years. Um, you know, anything GOEs, like all all of those types of uh, outlets that are not necessarily like mainstream media, but but providing really good, solid coverage of the sport. I, you know, the more of that, the better. Yeah, yeah. Po- and positive. Yeah. constructive yeah which i think is really important especially not only for the sport but Agreed. the athletes in it you know finding a way mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. look at the sport objectively and then provide commentary that that's factual versus just shutting someone down i think there's always room for more of that in this sport yeah and I, to, you know to your point i think that i don't know if it's advocacy but like making lesser lesser known skaters be known earlier in their careers like that's a cool thing um as an athlete i, I mean sylvia of unseen skaters has been doing that for a long time and you know i love her dedication mm-hmm. to, to to that side of it um so yeah so so it just you know a, a lot of people get into the sport because they love the sport right um but also we have to recognize mm-hmm. that these skaters are doing things that like 99.999% of the world can't do. And it's like, it's, it's just very cool. Exactly. It is. It's, it's incredible. I've watched so many skaters come up from the juvenile level and now they're seniors or even beyond that they've retired and gone on to coach or even Mm -hmm. become doctors and lawyers. There's, there's a lot more that skaters yes. get out of this than just yes. the gold medal. Right. And so I like the idea of promoting the next generation of athletes ahead mm-hmm. of time because these skaters just don't appear on your television. There have been right. years and years of training to get to that point. And the earlier we can start to promote them, the more on the radar that they'll yeah. be. I mean, I remember, I remember. I think Nathan followed me on Twitter when he was like 14. And I, I, I remember being like, oh, wow. <laughs> the, like, I don't know what it was. He was at that point novice champion. Or, you know, uh, like novice, the, the yeah, novice yeah, I think champion so. just followed me on Twitter. Like, little did I know that, <laughs> what, eight years later that we would be at the Olympics and I would be 
you know, they're being like, wow, you got the gold. Great. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Cr- it's incredible because you don't know. No, I mean you yeah. really right. don't know who. No. you really don't. Who is going to to make that leap? Who is is going to achieve that? So yeah. you just, yeah. It, for me, it's always been trying to treat people the same. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're fifth place at juvenile or right. you know third place at senior. Just promoting and getting the word out is has always been very important to me with my site. Yeah, because that fifth place or that seventh place for somebody could be a gold medal Yeah, um, for them. Because, you know, how much these skaters are giving up of their time. They're sacrificing so much. I mean, I you know, I was just writing an article with a skater who is hoping to get back to nationals. She, you know, didn't make it to nationals last year. And she is move from Toronto to Colorado Springs, they're doing all of this to just, you know, get, yeah, the Olympics is their goal, but for a lot of them, that's not some place they're going to get. They're just wanting, you know, to have those personal achievements. And and so I always enjoy, you know, telling the stories of those skaters too, the ones that, you know, maybe no one really knows, but hopefully, you know, maybe down the line they will. And, you know, it's, giving them a little spotlight as well so definitely so jackie before (laughs) we talk about the grand prix series a little bit what events are you thinking about attending this year (laughs) (laughs) it's my it's it's my usual usual uh trio which is ski america nationals and worlds Mm -hmm. Um, no four continents jackie four continents is in colorado spring right right yeah, uh, that that may be on the radar. It just depends on how how it all goes. Uh, but yeah, it, it's definitely those three. Still TBD on anything else um, that 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 I could do. So we'll see how it goes. But I, I one, I'm looking forward to nationals in San Jose. Gosh, I'm I'm, I'm trying. I'm just trying to make sure I got all the all everything right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> looking forward to worlds in japan because worlds in japan is always like nothing else and then i think skate america which i know we're going to talk about a little more skate america in norwood is going to be really interesting if only because it is a smaller arena than usual and it's actually going to feel like a some something of like a you know like a like a concert i think because you've got a lot of people who are really excited about skating watching it um and it's a it's a smaller space so you're just going to have i think a greater amount of energy going on in in in, a, in an arena like that i think it's a, a very intimate it's going to be an intimate setting really because yeah. the place will be full because the tickets have sold out mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times to photograph competitions. I'm not sure what the setup's going to be for this one. So I'm really interested to see how they're going to make it work and have the entrance, the kiss and cry, the photographers, the judges, (laughs) like everything. I'm sure they know what they're doing. I just have no idea how you're going to fit all of this in there. But I am looking forward to finding out how they do that. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I think it's going to be great. Have you been to the Skating Club of Boston, Jackie? I, I haven't, no. Oh, so this would be. I, I, it's a nice I feel facility. Like, 
I feel like maybe it's a little bit like a, a little bit larger than Great Park. Is that right? Am I am I thinking that correctly? I haven't been to Great Park, okay. so I can't yeah. compare. But yeah, um, I mean, it is just that Tanley Albright Performing Arts, whatever they call it, center there. It's just really nice, and so you'll be you'll enjoy it as you walk in. And I feel like they've been able to encompass. All of the tradition and history from the skate old scob to right. this new facility. And I don't know how they were able to do it, but they have. That's because great. the facility is really modern, but you still get this sense of history at the same time. Right. And I'm glad because the old facility there you just felt you felt something when you walked in it. You felt mm-hmm. so much of the past because it's a very old club yeah but you still get that feeling i think in the new facility even with all the bells and whistles and how beautiful Mm -hmm. it looks and new and shiny right okay so let's uh let's talk about the grand prix series a little bit um it's gonna look a little bit different this year a little bit Well, first off, I mean, we didn't get our Grand Prix assignments until, what was it? I feel like I was messaging you, Jackie, because we wanted to get you on at that point when we got the assi- when the assignments came out and we were kept waiting. We thought, oh, June, and then it ended up being July. So that was yeah. even uh- <laughs> late than we usually get them. When the Grand Prix assignments come out, it's like Christmas for skating fans. Right. And we're used to it a lot earlier, but we did get the assignments. They've changed a bit since they were first announced because mm-hmm. there have been some withdrawals and new skaters have been allocated to those spots. Also retirements. I mean, there's just, there's been all of that that you expect to happen. Yeah. Nope. And now things I think have settled. So we should be in a good spot for um, for the Grand Prix Series as of today. Uh, tomorrow something can happen. I mean, we're two weeks away from Skate America. I hope the roster stays where it is. It, it yeah. would make me very happy. So I'm looking forward to it. So what are your first thoughts about... What do you see as the biggest differences yeah. for this year <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna lobby lobby a softball here i mean the big yep. the, the biggest difference is that russia is not there yeah i mean we haven't it's unprecedented we've never had a grand prix without russia um oh. and it's it, it's going to have a different feel because of it i mean we we saw some of that at worlds last year or earlier this year and you know i don't i i i'm still kind of getting my head around how to how to feel about the whole thing i mean ultimately the 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 sort of ban of russia had everything to do with the war and nothing to do with the doping scandal at the olympics i mean it was it all kind of coincidentally went that way right like that's that's sort of how it went but yeah i mean i think that's the biggest one. The second biggest one is the the names that we have gotten used to seeing over the past four years or even eight years that we are no longer seeing. You know, the Yuzuru Hanyus of the world, the Nathan Chen's of the world, right? That the, the, we're going to see a, a a men's competition without Nathan and Yuzu, which is um, 
like it just it just feels like they've just been such staples of the sport over the past few years and and both of them had had pushed each other pushed the rest of the sport like you know Ilya Molina probably would not be landing quad axles if you know if Yuzu hadn't been trying quad axles if Nathan hadn't been you know pushing the envelope but you know like all of that kind of stuff has been really uh just a such a big treat over the past two Olympic cycles of the two of them um being part of that and and uh you know it it'll, it'll, it will be a big difference and you know it's the same thing with like uh ice dance right uh no Gabby and Guillaume this year um you know uh, Maddie and Zach are retired right and and there's now this new crop um but for me, I think Ice Dance, at least Ice Dance, it felt like we knew who the new crop was going to be. I think the men yeah. <laughs> is going to be a little bit different. Like, is Shoma Uno finally going to be like the guy to, to yeah. beat? Or or like what like what is that? I think there's a lot of intrigue there for, for sure. Yeah, I think this is very much a building year. Since this is the first year going into a new Olympic cycle, it's always similarly some new faces, some faces yeah. sleep. But I feel like this year in particular, yeah. we're without the Russians, we're going into this almost unknown world. I lots of new people, yeah. lots yeah. of retirements. I mean, things just look so different that uh, yeah i'm not sure i really yeah. enjoyed worlds i've enjoyed the junior grand prix this season uh lots of new faces i uh, have had opportunities to succeed and i have a feeling we may see more of that during the grand prix series yeah i right. just feel like this you know after this olympics we're seeing a lot of new faces now that we didn't necessarily after 2018. I felt like 2018, a lot of, you know, everybody kind of kept continued. And this year, when I looked at the first time I looked at the entries, I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> you know, like the names I had been so used to seeing were gone. And, and but this, I don't think I felt that way after 2018. Maybe I just didn't no. remember, but I didn't, you know, it was, you no, know, you still saw Nathan after 2018. You still saw user, you, you know, and now you're not seeing those names. And right. it's it's a new, it's a whole, it's exciting. I don't want to, you know, to say I want just to see the the names that we've been so used to seeing. I want to see the these up and comers, the new faces, the ones yeah. that maybe I'm not as familiar with. So it's so, exciting. Yeah. Kind of exciting, but it, yeah, it's really exciting. Think, well, the other thing too is like, we have two of the four Grand Prix in different places that we're used to as well. So like, you know, more, more changes, right? We're, we, we've got, we've got a Sheffield, England Grand Prix. We have an Espo, Finland Grand Prix, right? Like it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it will be, it will be a different look this year. Yeah, I think, I think so. I'm excited though, when they announced who was going to be hosting the other two events, I'm excited for those countries to have this opportunity. Finland yeah. has stepped up before when they needed yep. to. Yep. And so to me, that was a no brainer if they wanted to do another one. But Sheffield, they really need this. I think this can be such a positive 
thing for skating in the UK to have this event there. I think it can kickstart more love of skating in their country. Well, I I don't know if people even realize this, right? But like most of the blades that skater, a lot of the blades, I don't don't know about most, but a lot of the blades that skaters skate with come Sheffield, England from, you know, John Wilson and MK. So like there's a, there's a very, very close tie in to figure skating in that city. Um, and it's not like they haven't hosted stuff before they have. Uh, so, so that's, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that one goes. Um, that one is one that I might actually think about going to. Yeah, that okay. is one that's on the short list for a few people I know. Yeah. They're just thinking, yeah. man, when is the opportunity ever going to be to ha- go to an event in that country, you know, in the UK? Right. It's it's one that I would consider, except uh, that's going on, I think, the weekend after the... Eastern sectionals and ice dance final that's taking place in Norwood. And I really want to go to that. I know I, you know, that's different than most people, but I really enjoy photographing the next generation. Um, and having the ice dance final so close to me, like an hour and a half away, it just, it's a no brainer. Yep. So I'm going to go do that one, but uh, Robin will be out doing photography for us as well as a couple other people on the Grand Prix series. So we're definitely covered. Yes. So, yeah, so I agree with you, Jackie. I, I think those are great reasons for why things are going to look very, very different for us. So you're going to skate America. Is there anyone on the list uh, on the roster that you haven't seen that maybe you're excited to see in person. Oh boy! I could tell you mine. I have already told. <laughs> I I told Daphne who mine is, so I'm gonna hear who yours is. I mean, I I've seen a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I will say this is this is another gimme. I think <laughs> the thing that potential that, that I haven't seen before, but I have seen him before, is the quad axle. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> We've talked about if we'll get to see that, if he'll try it at Skate America. Oh, he has oh, to, right? We will. He has to, right? We will. Okay. I mean, he he tried it at the Japan. Okay. Open. There's no way he's not. Trying. Okay. Like un- unless there's unless something something is going on, like uh, we we will be seeing that. Um, excited to see Kana and Daisuke. Yeah, um, definitely. I haven't seen uh, them. I've seen him as a single skater, but not as an ice dancer. And I'm yeah. looking forward to that. And I've so, never seen him in person at all. So that's the one I told <laughs> Daphne I was looking forward to seeing. I never saw him skate as a single skater yeah. in person. So I'm so excited to see him. Yeah, same. same. I, I had not seen him skate uh until worlds so that was that okay. was a treat to be able to see them at worlds and and i i remember talking to kana in france being like so more than one year and she was like well i i'm hoping for one side of it and i will let you know soon <laughs> <laughs> So luck- luckily, we, we're going to get at least one more season of them, hopefully more. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, it, it is interesting. A lot of like different um, 
I, I feel like a lot of different interests for different types of folks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like Deanna and Max, like that one is is a really intriguing one to me. Deanna Stellato coming uh, on the Grand Prix, like winning her first international event since what 1999 mm-hmm. was that my right yeah. on that yeah yeah um i t- i tweeted that out. it was it was, it was uh it was a junior grand prix that she won in 1999 and then she won one challengers this year um you know just a couple weeks ago and given you know kirsten and mike have retired trent and evelyn split up oh and and vanessa and eric have retired right deanna and max are the best team yeah. in Canada right yeah. now, <laughs> um, and and not not just by default. Like they have improved quite a bit over the past, even the past season. Um, and looking really looking forward to to seeing how they do uh, at uh, at Skate America. Yeah, we have Alexa and you know Brandon are continuing and will be at Skate America as well. There, and I was a little surprised. I thought. As soon as they won that world championships, they were going to, <laughs> um, you know, hang it up and <laughs> run with that gold medal. So many things went through my head, right? Because like the U.S. finally gets three spots at Worlds, and then like everybody retires mm-hmm. basically, um, yeah. and, or splits. And so, we had an Im- a little implosion yeah. that happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, so uh, you know, my my guess too is that you know, at least some of these skaters who are, who are continuing on this year are looking at the field and being like, it, it is something of a golden opportunity to be out there without one major country that's not um, in the field. And, you know, there'll be people who will be like, yeah, there's an asterisk to, you know, last year's world and to, you know, uh, to this season or whatever, but ultimately, we're talking about world championships and stuff that people can can win. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a it's not just a, a just a source of pride. It's like it's a life changing thing for people. Yeah, it definitely is. I don't blame them for wanting to go for it again. I'm glad that we're getting Alexa and Brandon for another season because they skated so well last year and exceeded expectations at times. I. I think they have even more to give. I think there's, I think there's more in the tank for them. I agree. I agree. And I know Daphne, you're excited for their program this year. What are their programs this year? <laughs> okay. So Gina sent me a text and said, they're skating to this song from stranger things. And I thought, Oh, they're going to skate to running up that hill. That's the hot song from stranger things. No, they're actually doing this song by journey separate ways worlds apart and they're using the version that was created to promote the season of stranger things and i loved that song i have it on my playlist on spotify like it's it's a, it's, it's their yeah. Star program yeah they're doing they're doing harry styles so they're yeah great. um but but yeah i as long as they have cleared their music Yes. I I am I am I am up for Yes. It. We don't want that to happen again. No. We do not want that <laughs> Definitely to happen not. again. I mean it, it's also like the 
that version of the House of the Rising Sun, Sun have been has been skated to so many times yeah. that I would imagine somebody picking that music would be like, well, of course it's clear because it's, yeah, we've heard it so many times. We've just never heard it at the Olympics from you know the top pair team in the U.S. Right, like that's a that's a big difference. yeah. Well, I think there are varying opinions on how they how the artist should have reacted with that. And that's a conversation for another day. That is, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so also uh, returning this season, which we weren't really sure about, was Madison Chalk and Evan Bates. They're going to be <laughs> around this season, uh, at least this season. They haven't talked about anything beyond that. And they'll be leading the Ice Dance Charge at Skate America. Um, we also have Caitlin Hawak and Jean-Luc Baker returning as well. Um, and they just had a great competition in Finland this past weekend. I mean, basically, like, it, it was, let's just say I was not, if, if, you, if you asked me how, Caitlin and John Luke would stack up against Caroline and Michael this season, like regardless of what the content or like what the, what the programs are or what the content is or whatever it is, I would not have expected that their first competition would result in a fairly large yeah. gap between um, Caitlin, John Luke and Caroline and Michael. I mean, Caitlin, John Luke came, came in and, and were, one ready but also like they're scoring big big points mm-hmm. right now they are caroline michael were going to like th- that they were poised to just overshoot when you change coaches often there's this lag where you're not where you need to be because you're adjusting to a new training location and skating style right originally um, we had Sasha Nazarova and Maxime Nikitin listed for Skate America, and they decided to retire. Uh, I'm bummed that I won't get to see them skate one more time because I've always found them to be interesting. And they're still very young. I mean, they could probably have gone at least one more Olympics, if not a little bit more. Or they, or, or they, or they could decide to come back. Yeah, I mean, uh, but but also. But also, the there's something really, I don't know what the word is. There's something really poetic about them having gone out and retired with the, pro, like, basically the protest program that yeah. they had at, the, mm-hmm. at, at Worlds. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never seen them skate like that before. It was like, there was, there was so much emotion in it. And it was, frankly even though they put that program together in like a couple weeks time, it was, it was probably the best thing they've ever done. Yeah. And notwithstanding the emotion of, of the entire thing and, and how it is like, it was, you just, they just put their heart and soul into it. So um, there, there's something poetic about that as the last program that they did before they retired. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I do, I, I, I am keeping my fingers crossed for them to decide in the future that, you know, once they're hopefully settled again to to come back. But I know I know what um, Sasha is going to coach with uh, Aliona Savchenko and 
I don't know what Max is doing. I know they're going to do Stars on Ice in Japan right now. So, yeah. So mm -hmm. some really good opportunities. I'm glad that they have some opportunities. Let's move on to the ladies. Yeah, because we've got a world champion in the ladies that's going to be at Skate America. And I'm looking forward to seeing her again. I've seen her in person a couple of times. But Kaori Sakamoto will be at the Skate America. Um, really, so... the short haircut, though. That is what I'm yeah. looking to see. <laughs> Gina's a big fan also. <laughs> I do, too. I, I like yeah. it. She looks so cute. <laughs> yeah. It was but, it, there's there's a little there's a bit of like Michelle Kwan nineteen ninety nine going on with the yeah uh, with oh, the yeah, short you know with yeah, the short hair that... mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah although it's a, it's a it's a different definitely a very different look uh, than 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 Michelle was. yeah but we're used to her with the long hair so this is an adjustment yeah. but I think it works for her yeah agreed definitely and she's does. joined by oh my goodness. The world junior champion, Isabel Levito, <laughs> will also be there. Um, is there anyone else who really stands out to you in that roster? I mean, all the Korean women. <laughs> 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 love, love the way all of them skate. Um, Pei and Lee saw her at Worlds. It was interesting. I mean, I, I, I feel like she's getting... She sometimes gets hammered on components for no real reason. I'm not really sure why. Like, she skates better than she scored in, in, in terms of components. Yes, you know, the, the jumps do get a little squeaky on the landings. And, you know, that that is not, I don't think that's any sort of bias thing at all. Like, you can, you, you can, you can actually see those uh, fairly, fairly well. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty she has a pretty quick checkout so you don't see as much of the the sort of wiggle on the on the free leg but or on the landing leg um but you know her skating is amazing uh asun yun also i'm looking forward to seeing her as well that that that, that one for sure she's she's will be the first time i'll be seeing her um there so yeah all, all the all the korean women uh the gracie gold come back i know i'm excited uh, for that you know, everyone is excited for that i i i don't know what to think of it um or or how i should expect her to skate to be honest because she had such a fantastic first event and then she went international and felt like maybe she was overthinking it maybe she was second guessing herself again uh so we'll see i mean i i think it probably helps for her to be back on you know us ice mm -hmm. um but you know we'll we'll see it in the short mm -hmm. program whether or not she feels like back to where she was earlier in the season well i think too she's been out to an international and gotten maybe some of those jitters out of the way yeah and yeah. hopefully right. hopefully you know she'll be hopefully. in a good place at this competition yeah I feel like she has one good program and then her other program isn't, you know, she doesn't skate well. So I'm hoping that she'll have two really solid programs here. You know, programs that she'll be proud of. I don't, you know, think she's expecting anything, you know, big 
you know, that she's going to be on the podium or anything like that. I just want her to, I really, I still always have that image of her smiling after her short program at Nationals in Nashville this year. And that's what I want to see Gracie do here at Skate America is I want her to have that big smile, like that she's really out there enjoying it and that she has accomplished what she wants to accomplish, not what anybody else wants her to accomplish. Yeah. Well, moving on to the men, Jackie, who stands out to you? I mean, who stands out to you on this roster? I mean. It is packed. It is packed. This is world championship material here. You've got like, I mean, so many of these skaters could be and will be at world. Um, Ilya, Janan, Yuma, Kyle Miura. Danielle Grossel, like, yeah. uh, like all of all of that, right? Like Roman Sadovsky, like all big <laughs> like all of these, like so many of these skaters are like going to be in Japan and in March to, to skate. It's like it's it's gonna be that this is gonna be a really intense. Mentor. It is because I think if they all skate well, it could be a real dogfight. Mm-hmm. It could. Yeah. Now Yuma pulled out of Japan Open. Do we hope he he's going to be at Skate America? I mean, you know, well, we're talking what, two weeks away. That's what he said that he would okay. do. Um, I, I feel like a lot of times when skaters pull out of Japan Open, it is it can can be a preventative measure because something they tweak something and they want to make sure that they save themselves for the Grand Prix. Okay. So, fingers crossed um, that that he'll be at Skate America. Um, but yeah, I mean this in a lot of ways after last season you would have expected Yuma to be like you know if not the one to be at least one of the three to be yeah um, so he's one that I've not seen live and I am really looking forward to having oh, that opportunity yeah. <laughs> yeah uh make sure you you have your camera uh speed or shutter speed set on <laughs> very high five thousand <laughs> yeah because he will just he will just zoom past you it's so amazing that is wonderful of course too we have Ilya. he's our reigning u.s silver medalist <laughs> he's the world junior champion he's going to be at this competition i mean it looks like it could be a really cool showdown there between him and everyone else on the roster, because I think, like you said, the <laughs> roster is packed. Yeah, Skate America is packed. Yeah, basically. Like you could, I, I like, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a some somewhat of a bold statement here. Okay. For your your Skate America champions this year, all of them could be your world champions this year. Okay, Jackie, okay. we're gonna hold you to that. We're gonna okay. Yep. I said could be. Well, yeah. I didn't say will be. No, but you said could be. <laughs> you said could, could be. be. Well, and if you're right, we will make sure you, you know, we will say. <laughs> we will definitely credit you with that bold statement. This was like last year. Uh, my bold statement at the beginning of, of last season was that Sway and Han would win the Olympics with the quad twist. Okay. That happened. Yes. So, are you going to give us your predictions on who's going to win Skate America? Or are you going to hold out a little no, bit? No, I'm gonna he's not going to jinx it. He doesn't want to jinx it. He wants to. Okay. Oh no, I, I don't, I don't believe in jinxing. But there's also just the fact that I have 
yet to put together my my yep. my preview. So I, I I need to look at these these games a little <laughs> bit more first. You might need to create some sort of algorithm to help you because there are yeah. get Steve Kernacki on to figure out. There's gonna... so many different variables. I'll give I'll give Steve a call. <laughs> Gina, did you have any other questions? I'm looking forward to just seeing you next in two weeks. Um, I think hugs this time. I know at nationals we couldn't hug, but I think hugs happen this time. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Nationals was kind of it felt like I like Bizarro World. It what it was because it was one and it was in Nashville. Yeah. And it snowed. And and (laughs) <laughs> and two we were all like okay we are literally weeks before we go to the olympics and we cannot afford to get covid at any at any time in the next like three days while we're here so it's it just like everybody was just as super careful as, as they could be and, and you know luckily all the people who, who did end up getting covid recovered on time to be at the olympics Is that yeah right? i feel like that's right mm-hmm. um, yeah so and jackie the people yeah. in the media room as far as i know no one got covid that's which good. i mean we're super careful around our our colleagues yeah. but yeah too yeah. we were yeah. super careful with any interaction with the skaters too like no one wanted to be the one that got somebody sick I stayed the f away from yep. everybody. I saw sure. Anne and I saw one, I think one or two skating parents the entire time we were there. We didn't yeah. see anyone else. I mean, we stayed right in the media area except for one time where we went up to watch something. Right. You just you couldn't take a chance. No. Nope. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I I am so so excited to talk to you both and so excited to see you both next week. So we're going to move on and answer some of the questions that you guys had about Skate America. We were able to get some information. We appreciate you guys reaching out to us. And though we've both been to Skating Club of Boston and Norwood, our experience there was really for a small international not for a sold out grand prix event yeah so we contacted the skating club of boston to see if someone would come on the podcast to talk about skate america um and they actually referred us to our media contact at u.s figure skating kara rainey um and kara actually asked us to send the questions over to her she said it was kind of going to be too hard to have someone on the podcast because There's so many people working behind the scenes to make this event happen. So she got us the answers to some of your questions. So Daphne, we're ready to talk about Skate America. So let's go. Okay. So talking about parking, there will be limited parking available at the Skating Club of Boston for the four days of the event. That is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Additional parking will be available on Friday evening saturday and sunday of the event at the neighboring parking lot at 846 university avenue parking spots for these lots are available for 180 dollars and can be purchased at skatingclubofboston.org tickets now there will be parking available at route 128 mbta train station 
Um, that's 50 University Ave, Westwood, Massachusetts. Now, there will be a free shuttle service available to and from the station starting 30 minutes prior to the first practice each day and 30 minutes following the conclusion of the last event. Now, there was a little difference. That was from what uh, Kara had sent us. But the Skating Club of Boston has on their website that the shuttle will begin each morning one hour before the first use of ice and conclude each evening one hour after the last use of ice. So we're just going to have to wait and see what the time is. Shuttle pickups and drop-off locations will be announced once we get closer to the event. Um, there will not be any transportation shuttles for spectators from any of the area hotels. Now, we did ask if there will be a designated area at the Skating Club of Boston for easy pickup from Uber and Lyft. Kara said she's still waiting on that answer. If we get that before Skate America, we will pass it along to you next week in our usual episode or on social media. Yes. Well, moving on to the food, I know everybody wants to know what concessions will be like at Skate America. Outside food is not allowed in the facility. Now, fans can bring in single-serving outside beverages for personal consumption. So, like, if you get a cup of coffee in the morning, you can bring in your cup of coffee. You can bring in bottled water. Those things are allowed. No coolers or similar items with multiple products or portions will be allowed on the premises. There will be vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free dining options available at the concession stands on a limited basis. Now, there will be food in venue. And on Saturday and Sunday, there will be a fan fest outside of the venue with food trucks. I'm looking forward to seeing what the food Me trucks too. will be. But there will be food trucks there for you on Saturday and Sunday. As far as security, a clear bag policy is in place for this event. Each ticket holder is allowed to enter with just one bag that is clear plastic, vinyl, or PVC, and that does not exceed 12 inches by 6 inches by 12 inches, or a one-gallon clear plastic freezer bag, Ziploc bag, or similar. Now, fans can leave between events. Fans who choose to leave between events will be expected to have their tickets scanned out. Regarding COVID-19, at this time, face masks will be strongly encouraged, but not required. And if you've gone to events before, you know how there's always like autograph sessions. So we asked if there will be any autograph sessions at Skate America, and there will be a fan fest where there will be athletes doing questions and answers and autograph sessions. The schedule is still being determined, so stay tuned for that if you enjoy um, meeting the athletes um, during the competition. So that is all that we have regarding Skate America. If you have any questions that we didn't answer, but you think we might be able to find out for you, please get them into us early this week because we'll be recording our next episode on next Sunday. And after that, we won't be releasing an episode until Skate America the last night. I think a lot of, I know fans have been having all these sorts of questions and have been emailing and they've been saying they haven't gotten a response. Um, I think everyone just needs to be patient. Um, this is a brand new facility that is hosting 
Skin America for the first time. Um, this is not a huge uh, venue like we're used to. So um, so just be patient. That's what I always think of. Like we, There's a lot of things that Daphne and I don't know about what it's going to be like for us covering it as media. We don't know where we're going to be seated. We don't know where our media workroom is. There's a lot of questions we have too. So just be patient. I know it's only two weeks away and you want all those answers, um, but just be patient and just have a positive attitude and hopefully everything will go well and this will be a really great event. We would like to thank Jackie for joining us for this special edition of This Week in Skating. We look forward to seeing him next week in Norwood. We'd also like to thank Kara Rainey of U.S. Figure Skating for getting us the answers to your questions about Skate America. Gina, can you let folks know where they can find us? Well, you can find us on our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. And we are on social media, Twitter. It's at thiswkinskating. And then Facebook and Instagram, it's thisweekinskating. And we love your feedback, or if you've got some questions about Skate America, again, get them into us. We'll hope to try to get you answers to those. You can reach out to us on social media, or you can email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We have always appreciated the feedback that you send in to us. And we have reached the end of this special episode of This Week in Skating. Thanks for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have a great week! BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.